Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. 2023 was the year of Scandaval. On March 3rd, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandaval. One retrospective story told in three salacious parts. Listen December 26th on the Ringer Reality Feed. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's the last episode of the year. We're here to talk about the year that, uh, that was in 2023. And I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. Before we get started, I need to issue an announcement, which is that our girl Jody Walker has been working on a three-part narrative true crime podcast about Scandaval. It's going to be airing next week, beginning on the 26th on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Please check it out. It's really fun. Jody's the best. Scandaval. I mean, talk about it's like the things that define 2023 for me are like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Barbie, and Scandaval. So I'm glad we're doing oh, wow. this and listen to it. Yeah, I mean, it's been the rise of Ariana. Oh, I mean. From Cuckold to Broadway. <laughs> She's gonna be on Broadway. I mean, she has had the ultimate. Rise. I said something a few weeks ago, maybe to Rachel, where I was like, don't you think she's like thankful that this happened? And Rachel's like, ah, I don't know about that. And I agree. I'm sure if you would have asked her a lot, like mid last year, like, hey, you can get cheated on and then have all this happen. She'd probably say no. Yeah. But I mean, couldn't have been better for her. I agree. I mean, her, her dollars are way up. I, I don't and know. she's no longer with him. I, I can That's assume true. that now that she's out of it, she's like, yeah, I'm glad that I'm done. Like that was, that was not good. This is definitely for the best. And he's such a loser. I don't know. I don't really like any of those people. So I'm just like, whatever. But anyway, check out an American Scandal, the Ringer reality TV podcast next week. It starts on the 26th, three days in a row. It's really fun. Y'all need a break from family. I don't know. Just check it out. All right. <laughs> Callie and I are talking about our top television shows, unscripted, and moments of the year. Should we start with, start with shows? I'm curious, like, the long yeah. view. Like, what were your favorite shows? Okay, we can we'll start go back with and shows. Forth. Yeah, give me your first. 
this isn't in any specific order because it'd be really hard for me to actually put them in an exact order. But a bright, bright spot for me. New. I laughed out loud to jury duty. Oh, wow. Does that count as unscripted? I don't know. I thought about that because he's unscripted, (laughs) right? Sure. Ronald's. Yeah. Yes. Ronald is unscripted. He has no idea what's going on. And it wasn't like the cameras were just kind of filming, right? So I felt like it was. And he thought he was on a semi-reality show. Right. And everyone else had to like kind of improv around him because they didn't know what he was going to do. Yes. But I enjoyed it so much that I had to put this on my list. You're just like, I'm talking about jury duty. (laughs) Fuck the categories. (laughs) If you haven't watched it, actually, it'd probably be a great show to watch with family because it is so... I mean, the people on this show are so bizarre. That would be like the one thing that would make me be like, they're characters, Callie. (laughs) I know, but I'm saying like, if I was Ronald, that would be like the only thing that I'd be like, what, like what's happening here? Is this real? Could all these people really be in one place? But I guess in America, you go to a bunch of cities, bigger cities, you could pluck these people out, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like it's possible. Americans are insane. Yeah, sure. Yes. I do think it's like representative also of like kind of like the the humor of the banality of the jury system and like the just which like of of low, you know, low end crimes obviously. It's not like murder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I absolutely loved it and I highly recommend if you haven't watched it. Yeah, that's a great recommendation. I just, that's cheating, but it's fine. And the more I've thought about it, it's <laughs> cheating, but it's cool. No problem. <laughs> semi-scripted, semi-unscripted, mostly scripted, a little bit unscripted. So I put it in the unscripted category. All right, fine. My first one that I wanted to talk about with you, and also will have one of my top moments, is this most recent season of Survivor, which just ended. Survivor 45. Uh, it's on my list. It's on my list as well. Survivor. I put Survivor in general. Yeah. I thought Survivor 44 and 45 were amazing. And I'm so happy we got two Survivor seasons in one year. Me too. It's a great I've show. I've got to say, obviously, I absolutely love reality TV. I think Love Island is my favorite. But Survivor's really close for me. I get so excited. I bet we have the same moment too. Caleb shot in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. But like the follow-up to that, for me, number two on that season is was Katura's like just amazing delivery of her talking to the camera and like explaining all of the ways in which like the world is like stacked against her and how she's like uh. still going to succeed. Like she did it with like humor and levity, but it's like so true. And she was like, and then I realized I'm black and I'm a woman and I'm poor and I'm gay. And I was just like, yeah. So it's really a, a very steep climb for Katura. And she's obviously like a very special person. Very. It kind of annoyed me that I have everyone, goosebumps right now because me, I repeated it. <laughs> yes. From you repeating it. And before that, I was not cheering for her because she did so horrible in challenges. It was bothering me. Like, I'm like, you got to be a little bit better. Like, you can't be afraid this of water. bad at everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. If she had she to run, swim, she's place. still afraid of water. It's not like yeah. she can't swim. <laughs> she was god awful in every challenge, and I wanted her to be better. After that story, I was like, she can win. I'm happy with her winning. I like her. And I was really sad that, she, spoiler alert, she did not win. I liked her before that, if you recall. I was like, yeah. I, I, yes. I'm rooting for her. By the way, 
a lot of my survivor chats liked her before that. Yeah, because she was like funny. She she was funny. I think, also, I think everyone hated Bruce, and her being the voice of hating Bruce was just very entertaining and like necessary. She was like the voice of reason. But I also thought it was so interesting. She there was three lawyers on this season at least. Two of them lied about like hid hid the fact they well, they weren't lawyers. Yeah, they didn't want people to know, including Katura, and including Julie. And when Julie on the way out, she was like, go be a lawyer. And Jake, who's also a lawyer, said the same thing to her. And I thought it was really funny that like they identified the lawyerness in her. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, she can do what she wants. Like, I was like, don't give her <laughs> advice. Like, I was like annoyed by that. I liked it because I feel like based off of her situation, the way that she grew up, I bet you most of her life, not one single person identified her as a lawyer. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure most people thought you can't do it. You won't do it. It's impossible. So I like that two people that didn't know her, that didn't know that she was a lawyer after getting to know her were like, was like, you should be a lawyer. And I'm sure for her, she was like, that feels great to hear that. And that's what I'm doing. I feel like I'm like living my purpose. She did seem touched by it. Like, she didn't seem yeah. annoyed. She seems to have been very fulfilled by her survivor experience. Yeah. Can we just talk about the finale for a minute? Please. I stayed up late to watch it. So did I. <laughs> this is, like, one of the best final tribals I can ever remember. Like, <laughs> I really liked that the two, the final two were, like, pleading their case over each other. And they're also, like, in love. So mm-hmm. it was, like, riveting television to see them, like, disputing different moves and like who got mm-hmm. credit. I think ultimately D won because of the reveal in the final tribal that she did tell Julie about to play the idol. And yeah, I feel like that's 100%. Over the, put it up, push over the edge for her. But like, that was just a riveting final tribal, even though I hate Jake. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? No, I thought Jake was the perfect third person to be there. Obviously I wanted Katora to be there. But Jake giving his answers about not giving up and about how much he failed and how he wanted to give up and then like relating that back to him being a teenager and how he wanted to give up and wanted to give up and was scared of failure. Like I absolutely loved his answer so much so that I wanted him to get one vote. Obviously, he wasn't going to win. He knew he wasn't going to win. But I love that he kept trying the entire season. He kept trying moves, kept failing, kept failing, and it didn't stop him from trying. And then I felt so bad for him when he tried to use the idol, which would have worked for in Katora's favor. Him over. Yeah. Katora, <laughs> well, not only did she fuck him over, she fucked herself over. If yeah. D wasn't there anymore, the likelihood that one of them could have beat Austin and, and could have taken like someone else to the finals would have skyrocketed. Having a showmance was fucking stupid. So Katura, like, they seem so that, deeply in love, though. I know, I know, I know. I hope they stay together. I was googling it this morning. I'm like, are they still <laughs> together? <laughs> but knowing that and still voting Julie, I was like, ugh. Like you could have had D out, and it would have been fair game. I think Julie probably would have won. Julie's not taking Austin. No. So I like. I just wish that they would, and then Couture probably could have had a chance. I think. I think Julie would have taken Couture, and then she would have had a chance to win. Yeah. And I feel like she messed it up. But I like that Jake kept trying, kept trying, and then even after all of that failed, he was like, "Please let me make fire. Like I've got to do something yeah, right." Sweet. And I was happy that he made fire, and at least he got to fulfill that. He knew he wasn't going to win. And I also liked his answer where he was like, I'd also argue they didn't make any big moves. I kept trying and failing, but at least I tried. They were super comfortable the whole game. And That's I was not like, true, though. Fair point. 
I don't agree with that. They were controlling things. So they were more comfortable. But like both Dee and Austin were very shrewd. Like they were they were playing all the time. They were playing, but... Except when they were on the beach together for hours at a time. <laughs> that was stupid. I'm really curious. Do you think they hooked up? I don't know. They don't ever show it, that. I know. I'm really curious. I, I, I'm like... If you're if you're sitting on the beach, even though you're like 25 days no shower and you're fucking filthy yeah, and smelly, disgusting. like do you make out? Like, are you so in love? Oh yeah, maybe they made out. I don't think I could see sex. a kiss. No, this would have sex not. out in the open Ugh. on the beach. It's like a lot of issues with that. The sand, yeah. like uh, <laughs> worst nightmare for me. But like, I'm really curious about. It was. I thought it was so. I, I'm such a sucker. I thought it was so cute how he was like hiding his face and like like face palming when they were talking about their relationship and he was like so bashful well, about it. In his confessional, he was saying like, I have never been the guy that yeah. got the girl. So like so he, he got even hot. being... He got hot recently is, yes. is what we learned. And so this is and, new for him. Which probably is what makes him like more likable. But... Definitely, he's more humble. Him being just so happy that D's even like giving him the time of day. Like he, I I just, yes, their relationship was very cute. I like them together. I hope they're still together. Me too. The final tribal was great. I still wish that Caleb would have won. Me too. I love Caleb. I really love Caleb. Absolutely love him. I hope he's back in an all-star season. He's gotta be back on the TV. Has to be. They have to know they have a star. Caleb's joy when the shot in the dark happened was so joyful that I'm just like, that was infectious. I was like, I need more of this man. And like, as I said to you, his smile is like one of the most beautiful smiles I've ever seen. Everything about him was great. I was in bed, super late, like yelling. I was yelling. I was so excited. And that's what makes me think. I'm like, I love Love Island, but like, I don't know another show that gets me this like emotionally into it. I know. And that's why I think, I think my problem with the show is that I hate how self-referential it is, but people feel strongly about it. And it's been around a long time. So you can't just like cut that out. And like all these people are so familiar with the show. Like when Jake was saying like, the way I'm going to remember this is by who won each I season. It. I yeah, loved it was it. smart. Yeah, it was It was like very sweet. So I think that they know they have a star in Caleb. And so I think they rigged the shot in the dark so that he would stay. I don't think that was like just like the one in six chance because... I, I think what happens is you like, if I if I am correct, when you go to vote, instead of voting, you like reach for a shot in the dark or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they have the opportunity to like fix it, just like make it all safe or whatever. So I'm fine with that. Me too. I'm totally fine with it. It's TV. <laughs> it's not like the NBA. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm fine if they did rig it. I wanted him to stay. I was going to be pissed if he left. I was yeah. so happy too, that he it was stayed. Too soon. But I didn't want him to leave ever. When he did leave, I was just like, fuck, that was Katura too. She kept fucking herself. I know. I know. That's really, I think that's what made me turn against Katura because I, I can't remember the last time I liked a player like I like Caleb on the show. Caleb's one of one. Of one. I mean, he's, <laughs> they were smart to get rid of him. He is clearly like so charming. Yeah. He was so good at challenges. I loved his demeanor on the jury. He was like happy the whole time. Mm-hmm. One thing I liked about the finale so much, I loved getting more from the jury and like hearing them like Way go more. back and forth. I loved it. Yeah. The Usually only thing, it's one question each. It's like, great and job, everyone guys. Was talking. Yeah. yeah. But the only thing, it made it interesting, but I cannot stand Emily. I'm, I'm actually in a minority. I think people really like her, but I cannot stand her. 
I like her. I know a lot. Most of my friends do who watch the show. I wanted her to win. I thought Dee would win for weeks, so I also feel well uh, validated in that. She was definitely controlling the game for Big a time. while. Big time. And, and her so- showmance <clears throat> with Austin just made it like she knew everything that was happening because they were kind of on different. Even though they were in the four, they were in different camps. And right. with, between the two of them, they could they knew everything that was happening. My biggest critique of D is that she kept saying my two number ones. And like, that's just not how it works. You can't have two. Na- also, clearly, Julie was her number one. Number No, clearly. Well, Austin yeah, is her love, she, but Julie is her way, gameplay number one. The way she moved. But she told Julie Austin was her number one. Like when push came to shove, she said Austin was her number one. And I don't think that D would have ever allowed Austin to be voted off. And she allowed Julie to be voted off. I guess. Yeah, she allowed it, but she didn't write her. Yeah, she didn't down. participate, but she knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But I think ultimately saving Julie that previous time indicated that to her, me that that was her best move. Yeah. I also feel like that's why she won. Yeah, d- definitely. I really hope I they're know. still together. I love Survivor. I love that also like, <laughs> that this cast seemed to like each other. I like mm-hmm. Kelly a lot. I hope Kelly's on an all-star season. What the hell, guys? She was so upset. <laughs> she was so pissed. That was a big blind side. She had no idea it was happening. I liked Kelly. Also, I mean, Caleb's in another stratosphere to of Kelly. Of course. But Kelly was also pretty good at challenges. I don't know. She was in pole position for a while, so they had to get rid of her. The Katura's worst move was getting rid of Bruce so early. She should have weaponized Bruce instead of getting what good move did Katura have? Because she got rid of everyone. Like Caleb was on her side. Caleb would have kept her safe. He wanted to have like a partnership with her. She got rid of him. Bruce liked, hated, hated and liked her, but he was going to protect her. Right. Got rid of him. Julie said, I want to take you to the final four. And she was like, eh, I'm going to take her out. Like, Katora, why are you taking out everyone that likes you? <laughs> it's a great, it's, I guess because she wanted to get rid of people. I don't know. So she could not have like an ally. So she keep like building, like shifting. I feel like I, she I don't just know. wanted to make sure it wasn't her. Like she was in self-preservation mode the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Which well probably aligns worked. with her life. Yes. Great point. All right. We have to move on. If you want more Survivor, check out the Ringer Reality TV <laughs> podcast. The pod is spoken with Tyson. <laughs> I got to say my, fa- my favorite unscripted show of the year by, by far, hands down, is Beckham on, on Netflix. Oh, I, fucking, I didn't I fucking have loved that it. one. I loved it. It's, my, it's like, it was like a game. It's a game changer for me. I am now invested <laughs> in the Beckham family. And I absolutely loved it. I liked it. It wouldn't be any of these. Okay. But I liked it. It would be on, it would be on top 10 for me. That's another good family watch. If you haven't watched it. Okay. Another new one that I have on my list, the ultimatum queer love. I loved it. A lot of people really liked it. I did not watch. It was really, really good. I mean, they're absolutely going to do another season because the, they the, yeah. yeah, they have to. It was really good. And I feel like, and I don't know if it's because I'm a woman that I feel this way, but with it being all women, it felt like everyone was taking it super seriously. Like everyone was taking it seriously. Everyone was being vulnerable. I, I felt like I really got to know the people on the show and I was rooting for people at the end of it. It was so easy to connect with these people, but I don't, they just all seemed like very open and like willing to move forward very fastly. Mm. I loved it. Good show. I should watch it. People really liked it. 
opposite end of the spectrum, a lot of male energy that kept me hanging on. This is (laughs) Southern Charm this season. It has been so good. Oh, (laughs) I have Southern Charm in mind too. Southern Charm. I would watch a live feed of these people doing nothing. I think it... mm, Is it my favorite Bravo show? Right now, for me, it's between Southern Charm and Salt Lake. So I want to come back to Salt Lake. (laughs) But Salt Lake is less about the show and uh, we'll talk about it in moments. More about Lisa? It's all about Lisa. Lisa is (laughs) unbelievable. Lisa is just absolutely unbelievable this season. Jen Shaw had to go to prison so we could see Lisa like this. I'm happy happy about it because Lisa has been undeniable. But I think... I don't, I really don't know if there's a show I like more than Southern Charm on Bravo. I look forward to it on Thursday nights. Like, I, every I, Thursday is the first thing I watch. If there's a basketball game on, I watch it simultaneously. Like, I can't <laughs> wait till 1, a, 1, 1 a.m. to watch it. I have to watch it same night. There's something about this incredible mess. The fact that Austin, Shep, and Craig are legitimately still really good friends, but they have this unbelievable tangled disaster on their hands <laughs> is crazy. And then, I've come to really like Olivia and come on. You got to give it to come on. Who else? Who do you love? Rodrigo. Oh my God. <laughs> who? You're missing the star of the show. The star. Oh, There's two Madison. Stars. Madison. Yes. It's an yes. amazing Madison season. I'm sorry. I, I fucked up. Craig, I love that. Craig and Craig Madison. Madison's friendship. Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> Craig and Madison in general. Like I... I mean, we, I think everyone has made fun of Craig at some point in time. Sure. He, like, he he changed the course of celebrity history. He is amazing. Long distance Craig is such a value add to this television program. It's uh, it's a lot because he's not dating. He's just like happy in his relationship. And like nothing can tear it down. He's so confident in it. It's amazing. I love it. And I do think that Paige has I well I feel like Craig made himself better like he has from the from season one to now he's a better version of himself and then he found Paige at like his better version and Paige has made him even better like he is so confident he is funny he like I can't imagine him not being on this show and then his relationship with Madison I just I, I could not, I could, like, I want to eat it for breakfast. <laughs> um, it's so good. I love Madison this season as well. Love. I mean, I love her. Well, was she a full-time cast member last season? Last season? I don't think so. It was either last season or season before that. There was, in the past three seasons, they had moved away from her. And I can't remember if it was last season or the season before that. She's of, like... The show doesn't work without her. Also, she's another... Yeah, totally agree. She's another person who's, like, now so secure in her situation that she can, like, have conversations with Austin. Like, she's not having petty fights. And, like, when she does have fights, she... It's, like, because she's personally offended. It's not about a relationship. And she's, like, very honest about who she is, which is, like, one of my favorite things about her. I love her honesty about the plastic surgery. I love her honesty about her and Brett. Like... This is just I this love is who she is. How she's like, listen, we all go through a whole phase. I've been there, <laughs> yeah. but not with my friend's boyfriend. <laughs> it's so it is so good. And then, you know, 
there's like it's weird because like there's like this central sadness to the season of both Olivia and then Taylor losing siblings, which is just like unfathomable. But for some, a show that's so poorly dealt with serious stuff in the past has like really rebounded in how they approach this the show now. And I love it. I like truly love it. I also love that like Vanita and Leva are like kind of pointless, but as a result, they come off great and I'm happy for them. I'm just like, they're so normal. They don't get enough airtime. Vanita. Also really good friends. Yeah. I was going to say Vanita this season has really grown on me. She's, I think she's had much more airtime than Leva. Well, Leva's like never with them. Yeah. And she's more so like on the phone, like off in the distance and Vanita's there. And I, I agree with 99% of the way that she's handled everything. I also really like how she's looking out for Olivia. Like she's yes. like, she's well, like Olivia's grieving. I'm here for her. And also for some reason, Vanita, Madison and Craig seem to be the only ones that aren't on an alternate universe where it's somehow okay what Taylor did and that it's not that big of a deal and she doesn't really mean what she says and she doesn't really mean what she does. Like, no, I don't understand when someone why tells they you who handle they are, her. Believe them. Believe them. Like they handle her with kid gloves. And I'm like, well, what are, what are we doing here? She's not like some little like stray cat that needs love. She is like, she's purposely doing things and her being like, I only lied to you once. No, you lied to me about one thing that you did, but you lied to me like a hundred times over and over and over again. And then on top of that, you, for some reason, she still doesn't get what she's done. And then I don't know if you saw the preview for tonight, but her being like, I went to my dear friend, my brother, Austin, and I love Austin dearly, just like you love your brother, Olivia. I would have jumped across the fucking table. I would have Horrible. like, also, the fuck do you mean? You made out with him. I don't do I that with my brother. I know. It's like sick in a lot of ways. Here's the thing about Taylor. She lies very easily. Like Olivia is correct. Like there's no trusting Taylor because she has proven this season that she lies with with ease. And that's a huge problem. Scary. Yeah. It's it's and a I think because personality disorder. She's really pretty and she grew up kind of in this like delicate way. She has a very hard time like being accountable. Like everything is always everyone else's fault. Yeah. And the fact that she's turned into Shep cheating on her for like an excuse for anything. I'm like, no, people get cheated on all the time. Like it doesn't mean you can turn into a psychopath. Like I have no sympathy for her at all at this point. And the way that she's handled everything has been so gross to hear her in her interviews, which like they haven't even at this point when they're filming, they haven't even heard her interviews where she's like, right. well, they weren't even technically together and blah, 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 blah. Like she's just making excuse after excuse. She doesn't even recognize her horrible behavior. So I'm good. I don't think she's a great person based off what I've seen. This could just be a bad season of her life, but it's a bad fucking season. It's really bad. I need to share some personal growth. Hmm. I no longer feel like I have a crush on Shep. I I have found his (laughs) behavior this season to be so bad. And like, just like off-putting that I no longer have a crush on him. And that's a big deal. Big deal. I would, if I were you, move that crush on to Craig. And Craig's- I'd actually be fine with Rod, if that's who you, if that's your choice. Mm, my favorite man on the show is definitely Rodrigo. 
He oh, seems Rodrigo's great. great. Here's the thing about Craig. I like him a lot on the show, but his crazy conspiracy theories leads me to believe <laughs> that we would, would not be aligned on many things. So I can't invest but in him fully. But do you think fully. that's partially a shtick? No, I do not. I think that is Craig. I think he believes crazy shit. Okay, maybe. So that's a red flag for me. But the, you know what? I shouldn't have a crush on anyone on Southern Charms. So this is good. <laughs> Probably. By the way, I think Madison's husband's great. So there's Love another Brett. one you can have a, oh my yeah, God. You can have a crush on him. This is not on my list, but the way that he tried to comfort Madison's son, Hudson. Love. So sweet. Love it. What Love. a great stepfather. By the way, I love that they edit those moments in because Madison is very blunt and harsh in one like aspect. And I love seeing like the mother side of her. Softer side, yeah. I just, gosh, Madison. If I had to do like an all-star draft of reality show people, Madison would make my top five. So would Caleb. Yeah. You know who hard agrees with you is Chelsea Stark Jones. She loves Madison. I mean... I love her too. I didn't before, but I really, really do now. You know who's absolute opposite? So fucking creepy. Whitney. What has Whitney been doing in this Jamaica trip? Is it just like, she's like staying in this room? It's so, why did he go? It's so weird. I feel like he's like, like going off to brothels or something. He is. He's a creepy, but I feel like recently in the past like year, I've like woken up and I'm like, wait, how old is this person? Wait, he was he's like 50 he's with this. Yeah, but it's like multiple people. It's not just him. It's like multiple people. I'm like, how old are they? And for some reason, when I was younger, I identified them as like a 20 year old. So for, for the past like five years, I'm like, oh, they're 20. They're 20. And so that's why they're dating a 20 year old. Then I'm like, hold on. You're 44 and you're dating a 22 year old. That is gross. Sorry. I mean, that's Shep, right? Yeah. So it's gross all around. Yeah. Especially like some, maybe sometimes people are mature, but I I don't, I'm not seeing that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Let's move on. I have another new one. Okay. Gosh, I have a lot of new ones on here. That's great. I loved Squid Games Challenge. Wow. Okay. So it's really you're good. Just, you're just all in on what Netflix has to offer for you. 
I also clearly love any sort of competition. Yeah. Should we have you go on a show, Callie? Like, wh- where are you at? Would you go on Survivor? Oh, God. Well, so I did a, I don't know. There's like, you know, those random stickers on Instagram. And one of them's like, get to know me. And for phobia, I put, what's that show called? Final Destination stuff. Uh-huh. Like, like Fear Factor. Yeah, I don't know if that's really a phobia. But anyways, I got multiple DMs being like, that's what you put for your phobia. Not sand, not ocean water, not feet. Like there's so many. I'm like, okay, I have a lot of phobias. Clearly, those phobias do not align with Survivor. I think that I. Oh, gosh, I would have to like. What about Amazing Race with you and one of your close friends or a family member? Yeah, I could do that. I could do Amazing Race. But who would you want your partner to be? I would want to do Survivor. I just cannot imagine me surviving. Maybe we could just push you. I think you could do it. You seem tough. Who would your partner be on on Amazing Race? Probably my friend Olivia or Naila. Okay. Do they bring the same competitive energy as you? Naila does for sure. Yeah, she's we need super you- competitive. She played volleyball at Duke. She's obviously smart. She went to Duke. Well, I shouldn't say that because she played sports, but she got into Duke without (laughs) volleyball. So she is really smart. She's traveled a lot. I think we would probably provide a lot of entertainment because we're very honest with each other. So we would be destroying each other if we weren't doing well. All right, let's work on your tape. Let's get you guys on the show. (laughs) It would be really fun. I think you'd be good on Survivor too. You'd be really good talking to the camera. So... You know, just let me oh keep, keep in mind. Just want to throw it okay. out there. I'd have to be done breastfeeding, but I'm not against it. Okay. That's, I think, coming up. Yeah. How old, how old is your child now? He will be nine months next week. And okay. I am only trying to breastfeed for 12 months. We'll see how that goes because he is not taking a bottle at all right now. Mm. So. All right. So we got some things to work on, but we're going to get you on TV. Yeah. You'll be Mama C. Mama Callie. <laughs> I feel like I would annoy so many people complaining. I want to get to some more Bravo moments that I really enjoyed. Okay. I think there's two that really stick out for me. Mm-hmm. One is the previous season of Potomac, which I'm pretty sure was in 2023 still, where the fight in Potomac between Mia oh, and, and Wendy and Wendy was just unbelievable. It's like changed everything. <laughs> It was insane. They were so mean to each other. It was like an alternate reality. It's one of the best housewife fights, I think, like on a trip that I can recall. It, like, <laughs> I'm sorry if that's if that's dark, but like it provided a <laughs> lot. And I don't know if there will ever. Um, this wasn't on a trip, but like Teresa, Melissa table or not Melissa, Danielle. Teresa and um, Danielle table flip big. Obviously yeah. a great moment. Scary Island. Sure. Great moment. Candace and Monique. Monique. Mm-hmm. I just... Potomac gives a lot. I just wanted to like mention that. But my top housewife moment of the year, for without a doubt, was the announcement of where Jack Barlow was going on his <laughs> mission. <laughs> mission trip. And Lisa's <laughs> response to it. This... I've said this before. This run by Lisa Barlow on this season of Salt Lake is an instant Hall of Fame performance for me. It is an all-timer. She's nuts. She's fighting. She's Her and Meredith are like just like crazy sisters. I don't think she has any allies, but I don't know if she has any enemies. She <laughs> is so out there. 
Her kids clearly hate her and she's like processing it on TV. <laughs> I'm just like living for Lisa. I, I look forward to it every week. I, I just must mention her greatness. I completely agree. I think Lisa's... I've said this on our Morally Corrupt show on Fridays. You can catch that on the Ring of Reality feed. Lisa has been a joy. Absolute joy. And like, Jen Jen needed to do crime so Lisa could shine. So I do not want... <laughs> I, I do not miss Jen at all. Oh, me either. I love Lisa. I My favorite Housewives moment of this year... And I'm, I feel like I laughed when I watched it, but I also say it a lot. So I feel like that is why I'm putting it as my top. And that's name them. Name them. Name them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And what has happened to Sutton? Is she microdosing? Like what is going on? She's a different person. She did it again this last episode. She's lost it. And the, the date... Is one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever watched. Very true to going on a first date with a stranger. Horrible. (laughs) And I said this, but I feel like she's bringing Garcelle down and that I hate it. But I I like her on the show. So I love that moment. Name them. Name Name them. I love how mad Kyle gets. I love it. Oh, she like spazzes, but she does it to Dorit. (laughs) And Dorit also spazzes. She's like, let me talk. Let me talk. I can't get a word out. So that was my favorite housewife's moment. Name them. Of this year. Name them. Name them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, okay. This is a moment, not a show. I've said all my shows except for Vanderpump obviously has to be in your top show. So sure. Vanderpump's in there. And Love Island Games is also in my top show. So... Wow. Those are my shows. Wow. Okay. I, love, I love Love Island in general, but I thought games was really fun to watch. You know, my life changed this year with Love Island. I, 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 <laughs> I, it's a totally different experience. I know that season nine was not popular, the like season that Sanam and Kai won, but like, I feel like that was my formative experience. <laughs> I, can't, I can't reference season three enough. I, like, I, Chris... <laughs> was in New York. I was out of town and I was like so devastated because if I had been here, I totally would have tried to meet him. I'm not joking. Like he was also like (laughs) near the spot of my office. Like I hope to one day meet Chris Hughes. I'll never. uh, Yeah. I mean, also the song that Ty and Whitney did on season 10 was like incredible. So good. Giving bad Bad bitch, bitch, bad bad bitch, bitch, bad bitch. bitch. Like, I mean, just amazing. Ty would make my top 10 draft this year because not only did I love him, I was in love with him. So I know I've never seen you be so obsessed with a character like that. Absolutely love him. So he's he'd make my top 10 of, of this year. Can I just say we are very, very happy to have you on board. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to do this season two rewatch. We got to figure that out. And yeah. I mean, one thing we haven't talked at all about in this podcast episode is the Bachelor franchise. <laughs> Which I think is indicative, but I will say Golden Bachelor was fun. I'm grateful for the innovation. I'm grateful to have had it. I just, I think the problem is I now hate Gary and think he's a total scammer and grifter. And that's a problem for me. So I almost put Golden Bachelor on my shows, but because of us finding out about Gary, I was like, I can't do it. So it's basically the exact same thing you said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I hate him. And I think Teresa is like also just a total fame whore. 
I also loved Bachelor in Paradise, but compared to these other shows, it was just, it was just tough. It would make it, my yeah. top 20. So maybe top 15, but not my, not my top five. Or here's top the rumor 10, on probably. Bachelor in Paradise. Will not be coming back in 2024. I think, I don't think it's gone forever, but the rumor out there is that, that it's not coming back in 24. Maybe because they had no success. I think that's part of it. I think it needs to be rethought. It's like, how do you just not make it Love Island, right? Like, what, like, what is that show? You know, it's a, it's a season. It's a sea change for Bachelor. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Joey. I got to say, I'm finding Joey very attractive. So that's good. <laughs> I haven't been attracted to a Bachelor in a while. So I'm hoping that helps my enjoyment of the season. By the way, they recently, I got an email yesterday. Meet the women. So we should probably do that at the top of the year. You did? Why? I didn't get that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm out. You're in. Good to know. <laughs> oh, another double moment. Sari had a marvelous year on reality television. I don't know if you watched The Traders. I watched she part of it. Tra- I'm going to watch season she, two. It's a good, good cast. Great cast. Okay. Yeah. So she won The Traders. And she backstabbed people at the final ceremony to get all the money, which was awesome. So the classic Surrey. Yes. It was amazing. So great moment there. Then she appeared on Big Brother. Mm. She made it to final five. Yep. She made it to final. No, maybe final four. It was Matt. Mama Fee. I don't know. Jag. I think it was three. So final four. She made it to final four. And which is insane. How the fuck do you let Sari Whitfield even into the final four? And is that her last name? Sari Fields. It's Sari Fields. Oh, who's Whitfield? Bryn Whitfield. Oh my God. The new love of my life. Yeah. Bryn would make my top 10 draft. I don't know how many people have said so far, but we should have done a draft. Why didn't you tell tell me? That's a great idea, Callie. I don't know. But I love Bryn. Maybe we'll start doing quarter league drafts. Like we'll do one at the end of March, end of June. We'll see where we're at. We'll do a reality television character draft. Yeah. I like that actually. Yeah, we'll start doing it. Well, it'll be a quarterly event. But yeah, she got to the final four of Big Brother. She probably would have won. I mean, I don't know. because She couldn't win a competition to save her life. But she may have won if her son wasn't on it. Her son completely fucked her on the show. And somehow she still made it to final four. I don't know how Suri, who is like a... F- legend and multiple people on the show knew how legendary she was and they just kept letting her go. But that's how great she is. I think Suri is a top five reality person of all time. Her her, her record is impeccable. Everyone likes her. Everyone roots for her. Like, I feel like there's just like, she must have like an incredibly magnetic personality. Plus she's, a nurse, which actually is not a plus. It explains it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, so good at relating to people. Like if you would have watched Big Brother, which I know I'm going to have to onboard you onto that show in 2024. <laughs> somehow at the end, every single person that was left, the like the editors would show the one-on-one conversations with Sari where they would be like crying, hugging, being super vulnerable, telling her about like, their deepest, darkest secrets. I was like, how the fuck does this woman get every single person to open up to her? It was wild. If I am ever in the hospital again, I'd like to have Suri as my nurse. And by the way, <laughs> appreciate your nurses because they're the most important people in healthcare. We're big healthcare fans over here. Big time. Big time. 
I'm going to watch Trader season two. I also heard that Netflix has a similar show coming called The Trust, which I'm excited to get into. Ooh, of course I'll watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Everything they serve you. Did you think about any of the Love is Blind seasons in your year? In I review? did. I did. And I put the moment of, I don't know why I didn't put her name on it because I can't remember it. But when, what's her name? When what's her name called Zach a cartoon character and they had that fight in bed, it was the most like, oh, it was horrible. Irina. Irina, Irina yeah. and Zach fighting in bed after they realized like, yeah, we like kind of hate each other. It's never going to work. They're pregnant. Bliss and Zach. Oh, God. I thought you were saying Irina and someone. No, I was no, like, no. Bliss, Bliss and Zach. Oh, wow. So they're like That's forever. legit. Yeah. Yeah. That's like legit. Oh, good for them. I think Tiffany and Brett are legit too. So. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. Yeah, the yeah, Browns. yeah. I, and Kwame and, and Chelsea. I could see that going. I don't know. They're, they're still going. Season, yeah. So season four was successful. I liked season four a lot. I, I just like Love is Blind. It's like problematic. People didn't like season five. I didn't give a shit. I love it that's great, a great television. It's a great conceit. It just works. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what to say. My last moment, we've talked well, Sandoval Reunion. I'm just I can't talk about it because we've talked about it so much. But Sandoval Reunion was yeah, check it out. Was, Jody, was in my say. moments. And the last moment, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Because I've never talked to you about this before. But All right, can't wait. I did not watch this, but I would search TikTok for clips. And watch all the clips. So I basically watched the episodes. Okay. Sammy Sweetheart coming back on... Oh my God. I know. <laughs> on um, <laughs> Jersey Shore, which is like family reunion. I think that's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, Jersey Shore family Or family reunion. vacation, whatever. Family vacation, yeah. I mean, for me, a basically a 90s baby. I was born at the very end of 89. It was a joy for me to see. I, I felt the same way. Like just knowing that she was like back in the fray like made me happy. Jersey Shore is perfect. The original 2000, you know, starting 2009, I think first like three seasons are perfect. And I am so glad she's like back around instead. And yeah, I mean, there, there's something about Jersey Shore, like knowing they are a group and like they are a family that makes me feel good. I'm like happy. It's like friends. It's, you know, it's similar to the Mm -hmm. cast of friends. It's really good to see. And it, like just like warmed my heart that she was back on and that like some of the relationships picked right back up. They had Ron on. Multiple people were crying. He's apologizing. Really good stuff because like we went through their 20s with them. I know. And like they've just been through a lot. I love it. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it. I wish we had talked about it before. One other show. Yes. It's airing right now. Okay. But the first three episodes, they dropped the fourth one last night. I haven't watched it yet. New York Legacy. I know we're supposed to hate him, but I felt instant comfort when I pressed play on the first episode. I haven't watched yet, but I'm definitely going to. It's awesome. It's I love so, Dorinda. So it's so good. Clit. Honestly, clit. Clit. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona's in a much better place. She seems pretty happy. Like the characters, they're just so similar to what they were. And it's to see them interact again. Luann is fabulous. Kelly, like it's exactly what you want to see from them. I'm going to watch it. I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to end on Real Housewives of New York season 14. I loved the reboot. I loved it. It felt like what a New York reality show should be. It's a good mix of like, of women. I loved that Mile, mileage runs are at the center of the drama. It's very relatable. Um, 
I like that the drama was relatable, but the people are not. Like, they're so beautiful and glamorous. And, like, their lives are just like, is this real? But the things they fight over is, like, very familiar. And I just feel like that's what Housewives should be. And I, I think they nailed it. I, I look forward to that coming back. And, yeah, I, I even, I don't have a problem with Sai. Like, people hate her, but I'm, like, I'm cool with yeah, her. people hate know. her. I'm, I'm cool with her. I like that they included Brooklyn in the mix because, you know, both Juliet and I, I lived. She lives in Brooklyn. So that was cool. Sai was my least favorite on the show. Yeah, but I don't like... But I don't, I don't know. Sh- yeah. I thought... I liked her and her daughter. I don't know. They're all, to your point, like strikingly pretty. Beautiful. I don't think... I think I've probably said like they're... Each of them are pretty in their own way and like haven't really thought of it. But if you put the entire group together, like Jesus Beautiful. Christ. Beautiful cast. Yeah. yeah. It's like crazy, crazy, crazy pretty. Yeah. I loved like everything with Jessel. Like I didn't love her in the beginning and then she was my favorite. Bryn, I didn't like her in the beginning. I fucking love Bryn now. Me too. I love Bryn. I'm obsessed with her. I'm wearing, I'm currently wearing compression leggings that I bought on Amazon that Bryn recommended on Instagram. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. I love her. She's, a top five housewife in her first season. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think she's one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. And Erin annoyed me, but she's perfect. She's perfect for the she's show. She's perfect for the show. Yeah, she's perfect for the yeah. show. And I also like that these women like each other. Like, give me... Here's my, my main hope for reality TV going forward. Give me people that like each other. Give me people that like each other enough to fight and then move on. Like, that's actually what I'm looking for. No, Julia. I think your favorite thing ever to watch on reality television, yeah, is friendships and watching them blossom. That too, and and also people genuinely finding love. I am touched by Dean Austin. I have to say, <laughs> well, we don't even know if they're together. We don't even I know really if they hope kiss, they are. <laughs> but Juliet's convinced convinced that they've genuinely found love. So I think good. I think they have. I don't think he. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's confused because he's like never never felt attractive before. But I hope it's legit. One thing that I found that Austin's mom is very active on social media, which is both like endearing and annoying. So I don't know. Check it out. Well, hopefully she'll comment. She also like said like, also I have another son who's taller. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) tough for Austin. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a joy to watch reality TV with you, Callie and our listeners in 2023. We'll be back for Gary and Teresa's wedding on January 4th. And then Joey season's coming later in January. We're going to get some Love Island in the mix. Try out some new things next year. Super excited. Love is Blind is coming back in January. It is. Season six. The show called The Trust. We got so much to look forward to. Um, Traders. Thank you for watching along with us. Have a very happy new year. And we'll talk to you next year. 